Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom. Hope you free broadcast. The most important hour of your day. Yes. What more is there to wait for? What more do you need to see? We've made vaccinations free, safe, and convenient. The vaccine is FDA approval. Over 200 million Americans have gotten at least one shot. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. And your refusal has cost all of us to get vaccinated. So you basically said this is going to be like, well, it's almost like, I, you probably don't see it like this, the two different classes of people. If you're vaccinated or if you're unvaccinated, you have all these rights. If you are vaccinated... That is what it is, so, yep. Yeah, if you are anti-mandate, you are absolutely anti-vax. I don't care what your personal vaccination status is. If you support, champion, give a green light, give comfort to, support anybody who argues against the vaccine, you are an anti-vaxxer, absolutely. Your personal vaccination status is utterly irrelevant. If you campaign against the mandate, if you campaign against people being vaccinated in vulnerable settings, teachers in classrooms, I'll be really clear at that point in time, people are actually supporting the idea of a teacher being unvaccinated in a remote community classroom with kids who cannot be vaccinated. I reject that, I still reject it. And if you are out there in any way, shape or form campaigning against this mandate, you are absolutely anti-vaxxed. Good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh, that's Vince Tagliavia. This is the Red Pill Project. Daily Dose, we're live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy of communism coming to to America, to the world of the New World Order, the One World Government, whatever you want to call it. It's happening. It's being exposed right now. It is unfolding in front of you. And uh, I couldn't think of a better time to freaking be alive. What about you, Vince? I mean, you know, we're more alive than most people because other people are vaccinated. But at least, at least we're alive. Uh, that was among the first of my thoughts this morning. And it was a beautiful day. I hope everybody's doing good. Absolutely. And uh, I don't know. I just feel like in- more invigorated these days. Like, like it's, it's getting closer and closer and closer. And if you're just joining us and you're new to the Red Pill Project, um, we're uncensored. Um, I, I kind of just some, I, I think what, about what I say a lot of times and sometimes I thoroughly think through what I say. And so if I do offend you, I'm sorry. Welcome to life. If you're Thank triggered you easily. I'm sorry. Welcome to the world we live in. That this is yeah. this is the world you live in. And did you notice you the know, shirt I'm wearing today? Sticks, dude. I was listening to them today. I thought of you. Welcome to the Grand Illusion. Yeah. One of the best you know, songs this is, ever. These things aren't easy to talk about. So this is why tensions run high. And I I can relate to that, but at the same time, I think I've trained myself to the point of being pretty tough when it comes to not getting offended but Mm -hmm. even amongst colleagues and friends and each other the red pill family having the really deep conversations is still challenging but we have them oh we have shouting matches on the zooms 
Um, well, a lot of time, okay, I will say this most of the time it's very civilized, very great, but we do sometimes we have these we go really, really, really deep and mm -hmm. people open up and it's not easy. Just think about it like we're all on the same page and it gets it's a challenge. And, and we just see how it is compared to right somebody on polar opposites of the spectrum. Well, in the Man. draw perspective in here, right? Mm -hmm. If someone is expressing their fundamental belief, someone said no rumble. Should be rumble. We're, we're live on rumble. 5-5 five, five, rumble. 5-5 five, five, rumble. How it is compared oh, yeah. to right. well, yeah, somebody so, on polar opposites of this. So think about it like this. Is if I'm expressing my belief in something, right? And you get offended and attack me, who's attacking whose belief? Mm. I'm not attacking your belief. I'm just expressing mine. Think about it. And here's the thing yeah. is we all, uh, guys, I have Rumble. So if you are on Rumble and you're having problems, just do a, uh, a refresh and it should come back up. But yeah. So, I mean, think about that, though. In, in this world of easily triggered individuals, and we can typically take this to the radicalized left, right? Is they believe in something. And listen, I don't discount that. I, I, I think many of us have a, a larger perspective on the situation at hand because people in this audience, you, myself, we understand the domain of information, that information has been manipulated and it's being utilized to influence people to certain radicalized and ideological degrees, right? So when we yeah. have that ingrained within our mind, that's why I talk about it all the time. When you have that ingrained within your mind, it's very difficult to look at someone and not see it, right? Especially yeah. when people talk or communicate or, or whatever. But the one thing yeah. that we have to do is we have to be secure within our own beliefs and not attack people based upon theirs, but say, well, you know what? The way I learned it or the way I was taught or what I believe or what I discovered is this. Instead of saying, no, that's wrong. That's not, that's not what it says or that's not what it is, right? Yeah. So or for insulting. instance, yeah, if you're talking about climate change and the radical left, like the last 800,000 years we've had temperature changes all throughout this planet and carbon dioxide levels are the highest they've ever been. I go, great. Why did they only measure the last 800,000 years? And, and see, that sparks the question. Well, because, you know, anything past that point, um, it, it's very, very volatile with the, the climate and it was changing, it was going up and down. I go, yeah, exactly. That's what it does. 800,000 years is the number that they can put out there in the sense of the data and research that makes it look bad right now. But when you expand out to 2 million years, 5 million years, there's nothing abnormal. And when you show people that line, when you say, well, well, I'm going to have to take a look at that. Yes, please go take a look at that. That's what you want. That's the red pill. That's how this operates. I've been getting a lot of slack from people about, uh, you know, uh, red pill was a, uh, a euphemism, an analogy in the movie The Matrix for uh, being trans when really a man and the pill that you take for gender reassignment. I said, no, no, that's actually not true. They go, yo, yeah, yeah, I heard Lana Wachowski talking about it. Um, yeah, you heard Lana Wachowski talking about it in 2016, 17 years after the movie's release, 
The Wachowski brothers at the time did not write the script, even though it said they did. They stole the script. There's been three lawsuits pertaining to the stealing of that script. One of them, the lady won. I think her name is uh, Sonia or something of that nature. Really? Yep. She actually won the lawsuit that they stole her script, but she didn't get um, um, the money because she wanted to see them go to jail. And she kept on changing. I mean, she was like 400 million, billion. And basically they said no. And this is because you're going up against Warner Brothers. But the red pill itself, the red pill, do you know where this really derives from? Uh, No. I can't say I do. In the late 19, early 1950s, early 19, late in the 1950s, there was a series of tests going on at military bases. These tests were to um, run experiments based upon a new chemical substance that was discovered in 1946 in Switzerland by a chemist by the name of Albert Hoffman. These were known as the initial LSD test that eventually got taken over by the Travistock Institute and brought into MKUltra. But what they do is they would seek volunteers on military installations, they would bring them in, and they would give them different pills. One of the pills that they gave them was a red pill. And uh-huh. that red pill contained a certain amount of lysergic acid dimethylene, which is what does LSD. That do? Ah. LSD. Familiar. Acid acid so i'm gonna say i'll be right back (laughs) okay now it's coming back up it it didn't it just kind of went offline for a little while now it's coming back up oh looks like we're back oh no we're not we are back we are back with the red pill project right after that short intermission of my internet going out it's the problem with not having a wired connection well, you know, that's live broadcasting for you. That's Getting better every day. Once in a while, they throw a wrench at us. That's right. <laughs> Make sure we edit that out later. But uh, I will, of course. <laughs> but yeah, so we're talking about a lot of different things. And I'm just kind of having fun tonight. So by the way, guys, tonight, I want to I wanna put this out there. Do a few announcements real quick. Okay. Well, just give me 20 seconds. Sure. The LSD thing is pretty amazing. So I, I would guess that they gave them the red pill and that opened up their minds and expanded their consciousness. And that's now why we have the red pill. There you go. Okay. And then through, yeah. And through the LSD experiments that came out in the sixties and the seventies, uh, primarily through like, um, concerts like the grateful dead, Jim Morris and the doors, these types of things. Um, they would use sugar cubes. Okay. So they would use liquid acid on the sugar cubes and in some instances, they would use um, pill capsules, so sugar oh. pills. And so you would have basically the LSD into a pill capsule, and they would be red, sometimes white. But eventually that just turned into blotter because it just became easy yeah. to mass produce instead of using the pill capsules. Interesting. Yep. But guys, tonight on Rumble, or just uh, the Alpha, Alpha Warrior show, if you guys don't know Alpha Warrior, awesome dude been a friend of mine for a while now we've been trying to get together and do a show and so tonight is the the night starts at 11 p.m eastern standard time 11 p.m eastern standard time and so that's 10 p.m my time i think yes that's 10 p.m my time and so we are going to be talking about free frequency intentions water i'm going to be talking about everything from dna to all of it uh 
Royal Rife. We're going to be talking about Luke Montier. We're going to be talking about um, Dr. Emoto. We're going to be talking about the secret mm. properties of water. We're going to be talking about the secret properties of DNA. Uh, we're going to be talking about what the real element of life is, and it's not carbon, it's water. And so it's going to be a good show. We're going to we're going to have some fun. So, and I look at man, man, look how skinny I was in that picture. Oh my goodness. He must have trimmed that picture up and like just squeezed it together a little bit. <laughs> oh my goodness. Jeez, everybody thinks like, "Oh my god, that's a that dude's skinny." And I'm like, "Oh, man, look at these chubby cheeks." But hey, I got to drink some uh, some better water, right? Oh, the camera adds 10 pounds. The camera adds 10 pounds. It must be. <laughs> that doesn't make sense cuz I had my picture taken with a camera. Well, <laughs> also, guys, what we also have going on is what is known as the Battle of the Streams. The Battle of the Streams um, is now between Facebook, Rumble, DLive, and Pilled. And so that's how you help all of us stay alive here at the Red Pill Project. Keep all of this going and moving forward. And so Grismo7 is celebrating a 17-month subscription. I can't speak tonight. Subscription streak. Thank you so much, Grismo, on that. Kitty 79 donated... Five lemons. Thank you so much, P Kitty seventy nine. Nadine quadruple Q, one diamond. Light time three ice cream. Thank you so much, Nadine and light time. S Q Quinn, Sonia. Five dollars. Everybody needs a thicker skin these days. There are people on both sides that try to limit what topic you are allowed to discuss or what words they will allow you to use. That's not okay. I agree wholeheartedly with that. It's kind of like the flat earth discussion. It's like communicating with a liberal or even just going into the court. Uh, Thank you so much for that, Sonia. Allie D, uh, five ice cream. Frosty, supernatural, one ice cream. Enlightened science, two ice cream. Thank you so much, Allie D. Frosty, supernatural, enlightened science. Gump, one dollar. Hit that like button. Thank you so much, Gump. Much appreciated. And guys, we're getting really close to what we can consider uh, Red Pill Project's rebrand. Vince was looking at the website today. He goes, dude, this sucks. And I'm like, I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just not a web developer. Come on. I'm just not a web I'll let you down easy. Yeah. <laughs> but we showed you guys our new branding logoing last week. We have some merch coming out with that with from Rise Attire, who's doing a lot of our work. Um, I myself have uh, kind of been um, doing all the web development aspect of it. It's kind of an old hobby of mine I've been doing since the 90s. And uh, I'm almost done with it. I just got to figure out how to move them. <laughs> I got to figure yeah. out how to take the current website and switch it over to the new one without like losing everything. <clears throat> right, we'll figure it out. Yeah, so that's going to be fun. another. But uh tonight, tonight what we what are we talking about tonight? We're going to talk about the poly crisis. Is poly and by crisis? Poly and by crisis, yeah. <laughs> and we lost a lot of uh viewers because we we lost our stream but it happens so. oh yeah it seems like people are having issues for some reason with various things everything is up for me though so you guys if yeah. you're having issues i guess i'm talking i couldn't be talking to you anyway so anyway let's go on what's the poly crisis we're on the brink of the poly crisis how how worried shall we be we should be um we should be creating parallel systems i'm telling you this right now the world is facing connected risks that threaten the poly crisis. The cost of living crisis is the most immediate and severe global risk. Climate-related risks are the biggest future threat facing the world. The poly crisis could have catastrophic consequences, including armed conflict. Um, they are telling you exactly what is happening in the world right now. 
The 10 risks, please estimate the likely impact severity of the following risks over a two to 10 year period, two year period, cost of living, natural disaster and extreme weather, geoeconomic confrontation, failure to mitigate climate change, erosion of social cohesion and societal polarization, large-scale environmental damage incidents, failure to climate change adaption, widespread cybercrime and cyber insecurity, um, natural resource crisis, large-scale involuntary migration. That's the two-year which the World Economic Forum is saying is going to happen. Now, Vince, what, what's yeah. the firestorm event that I've been talking about for years before any of this shit came out? Yeah, it's the culmination of all the different parts of our infrastructure and society collapsing at the same time. Huh. Cost of living crisis, geoeconomic confrontation, global economic collapse. Mm-hmm. Um, we got erosion of social cohesion and societal polarizations, social and cultural destabilization, right? Um, we have widespread cybercrime and cyber insecurity, attacks on infrastructure, natural resource crisis, um, failure to mitigate climate change and natural disasters and extreme weather events all affect what? Supply chain. Holy shit. Look, I mean, just unbelievable. And then when you go on the other side, I mean, you get the same, but a little bit different. I mean, they kind of uh, biodiversity loss and ecosystem collapse. Um, you, they, they should have had as well is political destabilization in here. But we can kind of see that as a supplementary that would occur out of all these things. So, someone at the World Economic Forum must be watching this show for the last two years because they nailed exactly what I've been saying, is that we are moving into a firestorm event, a, a, a societal collapse. And look, I mean, you don't have to be a genius to figure this out. If you just, and someone's like, dude, you know you stole that from Die Hard? Yes, I did. I took this from Die Hard for Die Harder. Okay? Great movie. Great movie. But they explain it to you that this is how you take down a country. You you have to break down the foundation of its moral and ethical base. Yeah, so, if you just, social and cultural. If you just attack one, the rest of it's functioning fine. They could rebuild it and rebound quickly. But if they all go down, the recovery is yeah, like from the Stone Age. I- exactly. And so what we're seeing right now is the pre the pre events of what is coming. And I'm telling you, it's coming. And, and people will be like, oh, you're so doom and gloom and you're so negative. And you know what? Yes, I am. And you know why I am? Because I hope it lights a fire under people's asses to the point where they say, hey, look, I might want to just be prepared and not have anything happen than not be prepared and let the whole world tumble down and be fucked. And that's honestly how I perceive this is that if my certain level of paranoia paranoia goes out there and causes you to just take preparation to to get prepared for a month or two months or three months or whatever it might be and it actually does happen and when it does happen you're like shit I'm glad I listened to Josh and I'm glad I I went out to the grocery store and I bought extra canned goods or I'm glad I got this gold and silver cuz now I can trade it for food mm-hmm. then I've done my job Right then, then I've done good in this world. I have good karmic infliction, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think These we all are very important. Yeah, we all need to be cognizant of this. We all need to be um, real. With, and I'm looking for something right now. There it is. I'm looking for something right now. Oh, and I just had it there. 
then it went away. But um, we all need to recognize this because this is the world we live in. And I want to show people this. This is, this is a chart I made. I'm not very good at it. But this is the different domains. Okay. So these are the various different domains that have been under attack, okay? Economic, supply chain, environmental, infrastructure, geopolitical laws. On the bottom, you have the foundational aspect of those domains, social, cultural, institutional, political, and academic. Every single one of them have been hijacked, okay? Every single one of these have been hijacked to some degree. We are now beginning to take over the ones that are marked in blue, the social and the political. But we still have the cultural war that's going on. We still have the institutional infiltration, the academic infiltration, okay? Yeah. And so we can't even get the supply chain infrastructure and laws until we begin to take back these ones. Now, I believe that the societal and the political ones are the most important. And the reason, well, they're the most important except for the primary domain, which if you saw, there's one domain that surrounds all of them. That's the information domain. And that's the one that we've taken over that's the one that we've, we, we've already captured. We are the media now. And so with that, we're taking back societal and political. And with those two, now we can begin to create our own parallel system. And I think that this is pertinent to survival of what is coming, is that we need to go out there and we need to start organizing parallel systems to survival, parallel systems of society. And just in case the point of, of action comes about, that wouldn't it be great to have you know, they have within your 20 mile radius of your house. Hey, look, we got uh, a group of 200 people. We got, you know, 10 doctors, you know, 17 engineers. We got, uh, you don't need lawyers at the end of the world. Um, but then you have, you know, all these other people that have, <laughs> have all these various skills. And then society collapses and these people come together. You have a security force. They go out there. Everybody congregates into like a, an HOA community. They put up the walls, they, they, they protect the town, and then you have resources in that town that continue. Barter and trade is already set up, it's already moving forth, everything is all good, nothing, nothing misses a beat. That's what we need to get to as a society right now, because this is coming down the line. Now, one of the things that we've seen happen is with the bioweapon that has been released. We all know this. Now, this was a soft kill mechanism. This has been predicted for many years by many different people that this was going to come. Yes. Now, the way this works is that it produces immunosuppression. Antibody and uh, antibody dependent enhancements that produce immunosuppression, basically giving you HIV. And so yes. what happens over time is as you get sick, your immune system slowly breaks down and never recovers. But I wanted to talk a little bit about the, the slow kill bioweapon. And we have to understand that what they're talking about right now in Davos is a world utopia. And we're going to watch some stuff on this towards the end of the show. A world utopia that is going to be developed. When you start yeah. looking at that world that they're talking about, it's not designed for 8 billion people. Right. Understand that. In no way, shape, or form can that small little 15-minute cities, super global smart cities, nature's off limits, be designed for 8 billion people. Just not going to work. So Yeah, and if you think about what our houses are made of, what our structures are made of, it's like 
wood and junk. It's not like structures used to be concrete and pillars. But there are some things I agree with him on. Don't get me wrong. Ergonomically, like the idea of what they're doing with these cities, ergonomically, Mm -hmm. instead of building out, you build up. This is actually pretty genius. Mm -hmm. And I, I like it. But I like I like a lawn. I like right. land. I like nature. I like being close to nature. I like being able to choose and decide where I live. But if if you built cities, literal cities like that, it's a great idea. But don't give up the option for people to live outside of them. Yeah, or not have freedom. Right, or not have freedom. And that's the key. And so we understand that there's a eugenics agenda going on along with this, and they are trying to greatly reduce the world's population. One thing I can definitely tell you is I will be here in 20 years. I'm not going anywhere. Well, not like that, but what I mean is they're not going to kill me. I might be locked up in solitary confinement in some you know, black site because I'm a threat to society because of my uh, my my political Quotes. views. Yeah, my views and beliefs. No, you're not. That's sarcasm. But... I, well, yeah. I'm not a threat to society. But what I'm trying to say is, is that I will still be around. Is that we have to be smart on the approach that we take about this. We have to go out there and say, look, we're not conforming to your civilization, your society. We don't want that. You know, Elon Musk did the, the poll yesterday. I didn't get to see the final results of it. Of how many people want the World Economic Forum to rule the world. And it was 90 92% the last time I saw with over 2 million votes said no. Really yeah, important. I think. Yeah, I'm going to pull it up. Yeah, pull it up and then send it over to me in the Zoom. Let me know. Um, rock legend David Crosby, dead at 81. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, peace, David Crosby, uh, founding member of the two popular and enormously influential 60s rock units, the Birds and Crosby, Stills, and Nash, later Nash and Young. He died. He was 81 years of age. Um, We're not sure, obviously, not sure how he died, Um, but uh, was he vaccinated? Probably, but did that cause of his death? I don't know. But uh, David Crosby passed away 81 years of age rest in peace my friend uh screaming trees star van connor dead at 55 legendary rocker was known for the founding member basis of screaming trees alongside mark langland gary lee connor and mark pickerel barrett martin and josh holm has passed away on tuesday uh battle with pneumonia so covid probably and that can come about from exactly what we're thinking about uh, Michael Lehrer dies. Second City alum was 44 years of age. And uh, this one's so sad. Yeah, so Lehrer kept this performing is... after his 2017 diagnosis, appearing in Austin, Texas clubs in a wheelchair. Um, he had ALS. Yes, which some argue could be a vaccine related from early, you know, yep. vaccines. Oh, such a sad story. Great comedian. Great. Oh, I didn't I didn't even know he was uh know too much about him. William Consavoy, leading conservative lawyer, di- died at forty-eight. And I, I just think it's kind of interesting how many people are dying these days. Um we, we tend to see all this stuff unfold, but I'm telling you, this yeah. is an abnormal amount of deaths that is occurring yeah. right now. Yeah, and um I think a lot less death is being attributed to the vaccine that could potentially actually 
be the vaccine's fault. Right. And uh, it's unfortunate. Jamie Lee Curtis is under fire after posting a disturbing photo of a young naked child in a uh, water-filled tote on social media. Um, she came out and said, uh, you know, it was a gift and, uh, it was a gift and I didn't think too much about it. And, you know, I like landscapes. That's not a landscape. The, the artist who, um, whose artwork that is, we were mentioning her last night, um, is known for that type of artwork. The artwork pertaining to directly, uh, pedophilia. Children. Children. I went to her I went to her gallery online. It's just all children. It's so creepy, dude. So freaking creepy. I agree. It's it's pretty disgusting stuff. I would just serve like the one kid with the two uh flames in the eye. I didn't see that, but Yeah. I yeah, I didn't stick around too long. I was like, this is He had two candles weird. burning red flames and they were in front of his eyes and he's like a ten year old kid. Yeah, I was like, I need to go wash my phone. Netflix founder Reed Hastings steps down from role of CEO of Netflix. Um, you know, you had Jacinda Ardern yesterday step down as prime minister of New Zealand. Now you're seeing CEOs step down. This reminds me, if you go back to the Quelle stuff, mm-hmm. of the amount of people stepping down and announcements of stepping down. Next thing you know, Klaus Schwab's going to be stepping down from the World Economic Forum and handing over his chairmanship to uh, Yuval Noah Harari. Oh, Wouldn't that be a so. day, huh? Well, they're going to have to do something. Yeah, they're wow. going to have to do something. But but I, I, what I would say is start watching the amount of people that are stepping away from positions, stepping down from positions. Yeah. that What's her name? The New Zealand prime minister or whatever who stepped down? Yeah, just Jacinda Ardine. Jacinda. She did not seem willing, like she was willfully stepping down. No. She was in the verge of tears and just kind of almost hysterical. Well, I think what you're going to see is that um, the, I think that the vaccine narrative is getting to the point where they cannot hold it back. And I think what they're going to try to do is probably remove certain people from the position who pushed this. This might even be one of the reasons they're using China as a proxy and the classified materials as a proxy to get rid of Joe Biden. Which, by the way, I've been saying how long that they were going to get rid of Joe Biden because he's a liability because of China. Uh, I've been saying it for a while now. What is everybody else saying now? Same, same. Same even fucking Tucker saying it. <laughs> hey Tucker, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like, dude, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, like, I don't, I don't usually do that type of shit. But come on, I don't have a big fucking ego. But seriously, that's funny. That's not the first time you were shit on for something and then agreed with a few months later. <laughs> How many times do I have to be right before people go? Well, maybe it's not doom and gloom. Maybe he's just being honest with us. Let's just keep the ball rolling. (laughs) Yeah. Bankers and regulators at the World Economic Forum Davos express concerns about Bitcoin adoption and call for urgent regulation. Um, This is going to be interesting because Mm. right now Bitcoin is kind of pumping a little bit. But what I suspect to see happening here is uh, is we're going to see regulation come out for Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Yes. 
and it's not going to be good for decentralized cryptocurrencies. And I think that this is why people who are creating these parallel systems need to integrate this aspect of decentralized cryptocurrencies into their system. But when you do this and how you do this is with a backing of those cryptocurrencies. So if I have like a, a vault of cryptocurrency, if I have Bitcoin, Ethereum, and a few other things, right? And I can use this for inter exchange protocols, but I can also hold my cryptocurrency in a cryptocurrency that's redeemable in gold and silver for these parallel economies. Right. Right. And so this is the idea or property or it, like when you buy in the cryptocurrency, a certain portion of each one of your buys goes into an investment portfolio, which invests in um, clouds and cloud servers, invest in real estate and invest in commodities, these types of things to sustain the parallel system. Yeah, as long as that's transparent, that seems like a decent idea. Yep, I agree. Well, it's going to be on the blockchain, so it's completely transparent. Goldman, sla uh, Goldman, Slack, Goldman Sachs slashes bonuses for junior bankers by as much as 90%, according to insiders. Oh, man. Call your local banker. If you know any friends who are bankers, call them and yeah. let them know you're very sorry for their massive loss. Yeah, many junior bankers who last year raked in bonuses in the well six figures learned Wednesday that they would receive just $10,000 or $15,000 despite putting in countless 100-hour weeks, according to insiders. The Wall Street Titan had raised pay base for the first year to $110,000 from $85,000 last year, while vice presidents were bumped up $250,000 from $210,000. However, the raises did not make up for the disappointing bonuses. Last year, the average analyst bonus was $95,000, while those at the vice president level got an average bonus of $500,000. Dollars. Oh my goodness. Well, their $50,000 bonus this year is really going to be a kick in the nuts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're going to, yeah, man. I'm going to take back one of my Teslas and Porsches. This isn't fair. How dare you? I got to get rid of a second apartment in my yacht. <laughs> I, I have $600,000 in, you know, student loans to pay back. Yeah, man. I think a lot of people don't even get bonuses. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, the average bonus for a person working at a corporation at just entry level to blue collar is less than $10,000 a year. A Easy. year. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. So this is not good. Not a good sign. Yeah. When the, when the rich are starting to get kicked off the, the workforce out of the bonus rake, you know there's a problem. Despite massive layoffs, initial jobless claims plunged to eight months lows. This is a warning sign. Okay, the U.S. labor market appears to about uh, appears to be about as strong as it ever has been, as a number of Americans filing for first-time unemployment benefits plunged to 190,000, well below the 214,000 expectation, its lowest level since April 2022. The non-seasonally adjusted level of initial claims also reversed lower. Want to know what drove down the unusual drop in claims? Simple. New York State saw jobless collapse, a massive outlier. This has a storm related uh, in some theory. Continuing jobless claims rose last week from 1.63 million to 1.647. This is very much not the picture that Jay Powell is hoping to see. At the start of last year, monetary policy transmission was working. Jobless claims were rising as financial conditions tightened. Then it all broke. Does that sound like the, the time for a pause? Nope, it doesn't. And basically what they're saying here 
is that the new numbers that are coming out showing that less people are filing for unemployment benefits, which is really good for the economy. But the problem is, is it's not reflecting in the economy. Mm-hmm. What's also the problem is the amount of people that are actually being laid off who aren't filing for benefits. And they don't know why. The reason why is because the numbers are fucking fudge. The Bureau, the Bureau of Labor Statistics put out a report in July of 2022 that said Joe Biden created over 1 million new jobs. Joe Biden sits here today and even says, I created new 1 million new jobs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. In November of 2022, after the Philadelphia Federal Reserve came out and released their numbers on what was the actual numbers of the jobs created by the Joe Biden presidency, they found that he they were short by 990,000 jobs, as in they only created 10,000 actual jobs that the Bureau of Labor Statistics lied on the report. What makes you think they're telling the truth now? Nothing. I think it's all the data they put out there is bullshit. All the things they feed us in the mainstream are bullshit. How to lie to majority of the yeah on the majority of the sites. That's it. All right. U.S. Treasury hits debt ceiling, begins using extraordinary measures. Yellen tells Congress. Um, one week ago, as uh, Zero Hedge had predicted, the Treasury would hit its debt ceiling today, as expected in a letter to the House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Yellen today wrote that beginning on January 19th, the outstanding debt of the United States was projected to reach a statutory limit and that the Treasury began using extraordinary measures. Um, Mr. Speaker, I write to keep you apprised of actions the Treasury Department is taking in regard to the debt limit. In my letter, January 13th, 2023, I noted the public loss 117.73 increased the statutory debt limit to a level of 31.381 trillion and informed you that beginning on January 19, the outstanding debt limit of the United States was projected to reach that statutory limit. This letter serves to notify you pursuant of 5 USC of extraordinary measures Treasury began using today. First, I have determined that by reason of statutory debt limit, I will be unable to fully invest the portion of the Civil Service Retirement and Disability Fund not immediately required to pay beneficiaries and that a debt issuance suspension period will begin Thursday, January 19, 2023 and last through Monday, June 15, 2023. My predecessors have declared debt issuance suspension periods under similar circumstances. With these determinations, the Treasury Department will suspend additional investments of amounts credited to and redeemed a portion of investments held by the CSDRD as expressly authorized by law. In addition, because Postal Accountability and Enhancement Act of 2006 provides that investments in the Postal Service Retiree Health Benefits Fund shall be made in the same manner as investments in the CSRDF, Treasury will suspend additional investments of amounts credited to the PSRHDF. Uh, the period of time extraordinary measures may last subject to considerable uncertainty, including challenges for forecasting the payments and receipts to the United States government. Vince, these extraordinary members numbers that they're taking out of the debt, right? So we've reached our statutory debt limit, right? Yeah. Okay. And so their first move is to say, hey, look, uh, we need to do something here. So they stop taking investments and putting them in the pension funds for federal employees. Yeah. That, that's what I got. Yes, that's what they're doing. <laughs> so basically, Sorry, we're not going to we're not, not going to pay but... for the investments for these federal pension funds because we need to save money. Yes, and this, they'll put it back later. 
Right, and they'll put it back later. This comes in the same day that Joe Biden unveils a $2.5 billion arms deal for fucking Ukraine. I know. Um, hmm. I, I mean, come on. Like, how stupid are people? Very stupid. Hey, we still got to fill our obligations to Ukraine. Send them $2.5 billion. <laughs> hey, uh, let's send Turkey uh, $800 million for gender study yeah. programs. Let's send uh, Saudi Arabia some gender study money programs and ESG installation programs. That happened. It, it did happen. $1.3 trillion of it. And here's the thing is that the Republican Congress does not stand up and do something about this. Then we need to hold yeah. them accountable. Absolutely. We'll see. We'll see how this unfolds. Man. All right. But moment of moment of comedic relief. Let's listen to this. 28-year-old Bridget Klein Simpson has identified as a woman for years, and she wants to get into better shape, so she went to the Body Works Gym for Women in Parksville for a membership. Klein Simpson says she was initially welcomed, but after one workout, she was informed she was not allowed at the women's only gym. Saying, sorry, we made a mistake. You're not actually allowed to be here, but you're more than welcome to use the co-ed facility. And uh, I kind of just hung up because uh, I was, I mean, I was extreme, extre devastated. I mean, there's really no other word for it. Devastated. There's like no other word for it. I mean, I identify as a woman. I went to an all woman's gym and they said I can't be here. So how many women in that gym are liberals who would do it for a good looking transgender woman? Mm. And what's the reason they gave her him for that? Because he's a man. A reason. Because yeah, he's a it's just man. Wonderland silliness. People are happy with this though because when it comes to locker room situations, generally women don't want to be intermingled with oh. men. Um or women with penises, they call them today, which doesn't make any sense. But uh people are calling this establishment and saying thank you because yeah, I, I that's agree with kind of how they want it. I agree with that, is that we so. can say thank you to this establishment because exactly that. Man, what what happened on Rumble? It, it, it must Rumble. not be working very well on Rumble for people because... Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I wonder if it created... No, it's still... Huh. Weird. Sorry, Rumble. <clears throat> um, the other day we talked about Dr. Quentin Bostick. This is uh, of... Uh, James O'Keefe and Project Veritas. And uh, James O'Keefe caught up with him and asked him a few questions. We'll just take a quick look at some of this. This guy actually works with me. Oh, whoa, um, whoa, um, How you doing? <laughs> hey there, we're doing a story about, uh, you admitted that you're selling curriculums in Georgia, uh, intentionally hiding critical race theory, and mm -hmm. you're aware of teaching CRT is illegal under Georgia state law, right? So this yeah. is you on video here. Have you ever heard of Project Veritas before? I have never. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I have no clue. Like, what, you, what, is, what is Project Veritas? We investigate mm -hmm. liars, cheats, and thieves. Oh, okay. I would say I'm a good salesman. I'm an evil salesman. So bad. <laughs> Why evil? 
it's just a, a word I use. Because if we have a conversation I, and I publish every moment of it, you'll still say I'm taking out of context. For sure. Why do you call your nonprofit organization a scam? I wouldn't. I don't think I actually said, you, I said my nonprofit is a scam. Yes, you did. Hold on a second. A moment ago, you said you didn't say that. Here's you on video saying those words, even though it's maybe hiding it from the public. That doesn't bother you. It doesn't um, bother you. No. If you don't say the word for the race theory, you can technically teach it. The government doesn't know. And they, they have no clue. And I'm like, this is great. Is it funny to to laugh about hiding things from people? I guess I don't know. Maybe maybe it's funny. I think I would call it navigation for sure. Nav what does that mean, navigation? Like it's navigating the social political climate for sure. Why do you call your nonprofit organization a scam? Oh uh, well. Why is it a scam? I wouldn't. I don't think I actually said. You, I said uh, my nonprofit is a scam. Yes, you did. Hold on a second. That's the nonprofit you work for. It's called Teaching Lab, right? Uh, I actually have multiple I work for. <laughs> okay. So what do you mean by it's a scam lab, it's a scam lab? So definitely taking out of context. How um, so? Um, not knowing that people think, I think oftentimes that um, we nonprofit organizations kind of coming in and like taking money, but there's a whole a type of like development. There's a whole type of like system that actually goes into it. What other? Okay. At least he sat down with James and kind of like, yes. you know, I've never heard of Project Veritas. I guarantee he would have been running on the street if Dude. he did. Or some more comic comic relief. Can we just watch the last like thirty seconds? The last thirty seconds? It's ten minutes long. Yeah. Is this the? Yeah. Okay. I just thought the way this ended was extremely funny. All right, let's watch the last thirty seconds here. Honest guy. I mean. I'm... Well, I mean, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> so just when is yeah. is he? Is he coming back or do I leave or um, like, I, I don't know what's going on. You're free to, I can't control your movements. You're, you're you, I mean, yeah, 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 you can, you can. Yeah, he's a, he's a journalist and he okay. works with me. Okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah. I guess I can, I just decided to ask him to go box, maybe like, I don't know. You can ask for a to-go box. Okay, I just know if I should be expecting him to come back in or no. Or... I don't know where he went, okay. but I'll find out. Okay, cool, let me know. <laughs> All right, it's nice to see Thank you. Thank you, nice to see you. <laughs> <laughs> He's so clueless. You're about to be under investigation in the state of Georgia for committing a, a state level felony, and you're just like, yeah. Is he coming back? <laughs> like, like we had something going on here. I was wondering yeah. if he was gonna come back and eat his food because I was gonna take him out for dessert later. Is he yeah. coming back? Well, like, he works He's for always... me, but should I get him to go back or <laughs> like? James just laughs. He's like, I'll find out for you, dude. I'm out of here. <laughs> what a delusional nut, nut, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's probably like, actually, my journalist, the journalist I worked with is straight. He's undercover. <laughs> Let's go to the World Economic Forum and listen to what we have to hear here. And on that last one, I think if you, I will combine it with your question. Uh, what it would be your wish is to get much higher carbon prices yep. and to use that money to subsidize clean energies. It's very, very simple. But in Europe, we've seen an enormous response this year, 20% less natural gas usage. Why? It was very expensive. It's very simple. It's a very capitalist intervention, but just make what you try to avoid expensive and subsidize the thing that you try to build. It's not difficult, but we're not doing it, certainly not globally. Right. Thank you. And on that last one. Well, 
What do you think about that, Vince? Energy company CEO wants the government to artificially raise the price of energy. There's nothing in it for me. Yeah. Why would I want that? They're just playing their globalist games, and he owns an energy company, so he wants the prices to go up. And... So, yep. That's all. Treehouse Antifa calls for a night of rage on the January 20th after cops shoot militant dead outside of Atlanta in gunfight. So this is tomorrow yes. night in Atlanta. Apparently it's going to be a night of rage because an Antifa member was in a gunfight with police and got shot and killed. Yeah, he shot an officer. The officer's okay. He got killed. Mm-hmm. But now they want some kind of terroristic so, revenge. Yeah, so so Antifa has turned into this kind of like like pink flag wearing cartel. Little yeah, gang. Like gang. Is is it like gangs of New York where they like they go out into the street dancing and stuff and <laughs> it's a gang. Gang. It's a gang. We're yeah. gangy for gangy. <laughs> Yeah, what do you guys okay. do for your gang? We go on TikTok and make videos about critical race theory, Dude. LGBTQI, and <laughs> communism. Comrade. Comrade. They'd say that. Mm-hmm. I went to their Twitter, and it's just ridiculous. It's inciting violence. It's terrorism to me. It's craziness, and they're going to go crazy tomorrow. We're gang. <laughs> That's just nonsense, man. Um, apparently, they're protesting uh, police some sort of police infrastructure being built in a forested area. Mm. So they're all probably pretty much homeless camping in that, in the trees. Ah, and stuff. well that, that, yeah, the, a lot of those guys uh, live in tents. So um, yeah. last night, cool Trudeau's guys. motorcade was met by a wall of angry protesters in Windsor, Ontario. Locals calling on the beleaguered police minister to resign and check this out soon. They will not be able to walk down the street. Look, here we go. Now, the question I have is you have a lot of people there. You could probably have a lot more. Why didn't they block the road? Mm. Block the road. Protest. That's civil disobedience. Nonviolent civil disobedience. Block that road. It's like I said to a comment to somebody last night. He's like, I'm never watching you again. How dare you say that, right? Thinking that I was putting a dissing Jesus. I wasn't dissing Jesus. Jesus doesn't want you to be a pussy. I'll tell you. Jesus don't want you to be a pussy. Stop being a pussy. Get out there, stand in front of Tenement Square, in front of the tank, mm. right? Get out there in front of Trudeau's cars when you have that big, large of crowd. Stand in front of them and say, we're not moving until Trudeau resigns. We're not leaving until Biden resigns and is investigated and prosecuted. Soon they will not be able to walk down the streets. What does that mean? Because we will be like flies on shit. No, JTAC, no, not die. Here's the thing. If a group of protesters arose and stood in front of Trudeau's motorcade and they ran through them and thought it was a security threat, Mm. he would have to resign for that period. Probably. Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. 
Copper Thieves have a new target, Vince. Did you hear about this one? Yeah, I love this. This makes me happy for some reason. <laughs> Gobber, Copper Thieves have a new target, and it's electric vehicle charging stations. Well, yeah, the one guy in front of the tank died. Of course he did. That's one dude in front of the tank. If you had 100, well, in China, you probably they probably would have ran everybody over. But in Canada, at least you have some morality. Um, but, yep. Yeah, Copper thieves are targeting electric vehicle charging stations, predominantly the uh, the charger cord. Yeah, you know what, dude? They go up and they chop it, and then they steal it, and it's like this big, but they pull out a little string of copper, and it's only worth ten dollars. <laughs> it just keeps really? happening still over and over again. Yes. <laughs> there's like so it's like this big, but there's just like a little piece of <laughs> copper in there. Yeah. <laughs> There's some reason that doesn't make much sense, but hey, I mean, you, you know, well, all they are are jumper other... cables. That's all it is, is jumper cables that they make look like a gas pump. That's ridiculous, dude. It's just fucking jumper cables made to look like a gas pump. And, and they just oh, change the connectors. I saw this video, too, the other day where this guy got this brand new electric truck. It's one of the super fancy ones or some electric, maybe, I don't know if it's a truck, some big vehicle. And he plugs it into his house and he walks to the car. He opens his door. He looks at his dash. 10 days. Or was it 10 it days? 10 days. Or no, like 10 days to charge, full charge. For a full charge. Yep. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. I was like, oh my Fuck God. My life. <laughs> I want my I want my gas vehicle back. Seriously, dude. This electric vehicle stuff is not working out. It's just the technology is not the infrastructure isn't there yet. Um Unvaccinated citizens should be executed, according to Martha Stewart. Um, Shows should be uh, tax frauds out of Hollywood, but apparently not. So. (laughs) She's crazy. That's not nice. Well, you know what? Fuck Martha Stewart, dude. I mean, she used to be a nice lady. Who is she? Like, Gen Zers are like, who? Martha, who? (laughs) Who names her kid Martha? That's like name them Ray or Gary. Like, you know, how many Gen Zers do you know are named Gary, Martha, None. Ray, Bill? Yeah, I don't know. They're named uh-huh. like they're named like Cloud and, and uh, Tristan oh. and like hmm. like um I don't know, what other weird names do we have? The youngest Bill I know is thirty. Yeah. Yeah. The oldest is sixty five. Bill's just short for William, by the way. I know. Twitter is a megaphone for sudden death vaccine conspiracies, according to Wired. By reinstating banned accounts that selling blue checks, Musk have supercharged the dangerous COVID disinformation. Come on. Yeah, right. And then you have here Matt Talibi. An article by Revolt of the Public author M. Gurry about the big picture view of the Twitter files is incisive, thoughtful, and in some places, as in ruminations of possible counterattacks, scary. And I agree with him on this, is that What's happening with the Twitter files is exactly what that Wired article just showed. Is that Wired article is the counter-narrative, the propaganda that is coming out through the mainstream media to counteract the actual truth, evidence, and everything else that's actually propagating by citizen journalists and by we, the media. Yeah, they're they're trying to they're losing control of the over the narrative. Yep. So uh, Ivan uh, Pravavor, who's a uh, from the, uh, from the Philadelphia Flyers NHL team, he's the one that uh, basically told and said he wasn't going to wear the LGBT pride jersey. Yeah, and uh, his his jersey 
has sold out on NHLshop.com. Yeah, and his his interview was awesome because they said, you know, why aren't you wearing the jersey? And he told them, well, it doesn't align. He's like, I respect everybody's point of views and their preferences, but uh, it's against my religion, so I'm not mm-hmm. doing it. That's it. That's all I'm going to say on it. If you guys have questions about the sport, I'd be happy to answer those. He answers a couple questions, and then somebody asks him again a question about the jersey. And he says, excuse me, did you not hear what I just said? I'd like you to respect my beliefs, please. And then it just moved on, and people are like, damn. Yeah. Good. Good for him. All right. Let's listen to uh, Professor Michelle Williams here and what she has to say about COVID vaccines. Healthcare system is still under stress. And what I hope people will understand is the vaccine not only protects individuals from transmission and severity, but it protects our health systems. We're able to have a functional or almost functional health system because we don't have the kinds of severe disease that we were facing in 2020. Um, The severe disease that we were facing in 2020 was not really that severe, and it's still here, and it's mutated the even more contagious strains, lady. Um, And this is not propaganda. What I'm saying is actually truthful. Um, And that we're finding that people who were vaccinated uh, between the age groups of 25 to 65 have a higher propensity to get the virus than people who are unvaccinated. We do find about 3% protection rate among the 65 and older, the elderly, but these are boomers who were basically swimming in DDT back in the 1950s. So they have completely Mm -hmm. different immune systems. But uh, yep, that's disinformation. And why isn't this being hit with disinformation? And the person that says is, uh, fact check this obviously false statement. Where's Reuters fact and full fact? Right, exactly, I agree. Why aren't we fact checking this? Well, fact checks are an indication that something is correct and what she said is not correct. So they're not going to fact check it. Yep. And then here you go. This CDC holds secret meeting about new public health tool to fight vaccine misinformation. I mean, they literally just came out and said, oh, yeah, well, we're 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 an opening investigation into the vaccine for strokes and heart attacks. Um, and uh, yep, we're releasing the VAERS database information. There's uh, well over 16,000 deaths in the initial first days of the vaccine release. But uh, all this other stuff, that's just disinformation. That's just not true. Oh, and we tried to suppress the Pfizer and Moderna trial information for 75 years, you know, but instead a judge told us we had to release 55,000 pages a month. And what happened with that, by the way? What happened to all those documents? Now they're just releasing garbage? What's going on with it? Hmm. I don't see people reporting on it much anymore. Hmm. I don't know. Good question. And Biden's DOJ now is looking to overturn the court's ban on travel mask mandates. Yeah, I hope they don't get through with that. That's ridiculous. Well, you know, I'm not doing it. Think about this. How do you convince people that the air is toxic? Make the air toxic? Think about it. What happens when you wear a mask day in and day out through paranoia and fear? You breathe in nasty shit. You breathe in nasty shit and you suppress your immune system. So as people start wearing masks like this and they start getting sick and they're saying, well, it's climate change. They start blaming everything on climate change. Those masks are so dirty. They have chemicals on them and stuff. Have you ever smelled one of those masks? Yeah, they're nasty. I'm not putting that on. It smells like chemicals. Get out of here. Yep, I'd rather go do something else. 
All right. Crazy. Texas becomes first state to potentially outlaw chemtrails. That's right, JTAC. You heard that right. Texas is set to become the first state to potentially outlaw the spraying of aerialized particulate matter into the skies, a phenomenon commonly referred to as chemtrails. A new petition, a group Clean Skies Texas is collecting signatures to ask state representatives to pass laws banning dangerous atmospheric aerosol spraying without prior approval and testing of the chemicals being sprayed. Um, I, I just say that we should ban it all. Why, why are we spraying chemicals into the atmosphere? We, we shouldn't be doing that at all. <laughs> like the MIT study to go show, uh, shoot small little pieces of metal into the sky to reflect the sun. Like, I, I want to I strangle these people. It's like, what? What? You don't understand. I got the science and the research. Yeah, billions of dollars of government subsidies each year for that research. I'm pretty sure I could come up with it too. You, you tend to find all the answers you want when you're getting paid billions of dollars for a 10-year contract in the study of climate change. Yeah, give me $10 billion, I'll prove the earth is flat. <laughs> yeah. Fun- <laughs> we're we're uh, funding a $1 billion multi-year program to determine if the earth's flat. Dude, I got all the evidence you ever needed. <laughs> give that contract right over here. All the while, I know the earth's not flat kind of how it works yep well this is interesting this is in australia growing fears of a potentially deadly mosquito-borne virus has reached adelaide in australia dude crikey Crikey. Encephalitis for which there is no vaccine. Today, mosquito traps were rolled out across the northern suburbs, including here at Mawson Lakes, after the virus was detected in insects collected in SA flood zones last week. Authorities are now desperate to confirm if mosquitoes in the metro area are carrying the virus so they can alert the public as soon as possible. You know what they're going to find out about these mosquitoes in Australia that they're finding are carrying this deadly virus? Yes. Is that they just happen to be genetically modified released mosquitoes that were were released just a year ago. Yeah. They're Bill Gates' pets. They're Bill Gates' pets. Oh, I don't know why they have a virus attached to them. He <laughs> just Oh, shit. Shit, Jasper. I don't know why. Let's, let's, let's listen to, um, you know... The, Jim Price calls him the Potato Head President. And you know, back in the olden days when you'd buy Mr. Potato Head, the potato wasn't included. Yeah, I knew that, dude. Yeah. Here's your Potato Head President. Potato, not included. (laughs) And it's just spinning. Let's try that again. Okay, I guess we're not going to watch Potato Head President. Let me see if I can refresh that. I, I probably got too many windows open. My browser. Hang on, okay? Look. As we found, uh, we found a handful of documents were failed, uh, were filed in the wrong place. We immediately turned them over to the archives and the Justice Department. We're fully cooperating, looking forward to getting this resolved quickly. I think you're going to find there's nothing there. I have no regrets. I'm following what the lawyers have told me they want me to do. I'm following what the lawyers told me and want me to do. Just like he read off of that document. Yeah. 
Just a handful saying, of documents that were misclass- misplaced or misfiled is what he said, right? Yeah. I didn't, is that like a new euphemism for stolen? <laughs> yeah. Biden is on the phone. Oh, my goodness. Uh, what do we got here? FBI Director Christopher Ray, the level of collaboration between private sector and the government, especially the FBI, has made significant strides. Like, literally, this is what we're talking about here in the investigations. And he's out there like, I and love I think it. The, it's good uh, stuff. The sophistication of the private sector is, is improving and, and particularly important, the level of collaboration between the private sector and the government, especially the FBI, has, I think, uh, made significant strides. Pretty much... Yeah, you know, Chris Frey, um, it's made significant strides because when the government colludes behind the citizens' back to suppress their constitutional rights, rights with private industry, that's called fascism. And it's illegal and unconstitutional, and it's considered treason from the government. Yeah. Oopsie. Probably like, shouldn't have said that. I like this one. Supreme Court cannot find the leaker on the abortion draft ruling, according to a new report. The Supreme Court issued a report Thursday on the leak last May on a draft decision of the Dobbs case overturning and Roe and Casey abortions rulings, thereby returning the issue of abortion to the states. The report says the leaker could not be found and that the new protocols for draft have been put in place. 97 court staffers were interviewed and all denied they were the leaker. So, Vince, mm-hmm. I'm going to accuse you of leaking some information. Now, I want you to go out there and do a thorough investigation and tell me who leaked that information. And you come back and say, sorry, dude, I don't know who leaked that information. I Fuck. can't find it. Can't find it. Okay. Can't or won't? Can't. But you know, I think I know who did it. And the reason they didn't find it in the staffers because it wasn't a staffer. Do you want to know who I think it was? Yeah. There she is. Justice Sotomayor. Telling you, that's why they're not releasing who did it. Because it wasn't a staffer, it was a justice. Justice would have been one of a few people in that room hearing the final draft of that decision. They would have been the one who had the copy of it. Sotomayor. Wow. That's who it was. So I found this kind of interesting. This is uh, Adam Schiff. We've introduced a constitutional amendment, yes, a new constitutional amendment to overturn Citizens United and the irresponsible SCOTUS decision that came before it. Unrestricted dark money has no place in our elections or democracy. We need to return power to the people once and for our fall. What the fuck is he talking about? So he's talking about a House joint resolution that they're putting in place. And this House joint resolution basically rewrites uh, Article to this con- uh, the Constitution and says, uh, Section 1, Congress and states may regulate and impose reasonable viewpoint neutral limitations on the raising and spending of money by candidates and others to influence elections. Section 2, Congress and the states may regulate and enact systems of public campaign financing, including those designed to restrict the influence of private wealth by offsetting the raising and spending of money by candidates and others to influence elections and increase public funding. Now, this sounds all good and dandy, but really what it does is it alleviates a lot of the responsibility directly to the states, of which those states are dependent upon federal subsidies from the people that are getting reelected. 
And so this is not a good thing of what he's talking about. What you need to do is you need to make a blanket rule on comp campaign financing. And this is how this rule works. And this is what I put in my constitutional amendments. Is that a candidate, if you have three candidates running for office, primary, yeah. general election, whatever it might be, three, five, ten candidates, the total amount of campaign contributions cannot exceed a certain money value times the number of constituents and that campaign uh, donations can only come from constituents within that district period done look how easy that was we don't have to worry about dark money corporate money we don't have to worry about yeah. wealthy money or any of that stuff we don't have to worry about twenty-five thousand dollar plate dinners <laughs> all taken care of but see they'll never do that They'll never pass that law because if yeah. they're putting a law like this out there, it's because it benefits them. Yeah, they never make it simple and just. They always complicate it and make it benefit them, just as you said. Yeah. Now, this is quite interesting. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine, DeWine signs legislation to strengthen voter ID requirements and reduce voter fraud. Dems call bill alarming and discriminatory. Of course they did. Vince. Yeah. How do conservatives feel about voter ID? Uh, I think generally they're for it. Pretty okay with it. How do can how do ID? how do Democrats feel about voter ID? It's racist. Okay. Now I'm going to do the same thing, but I'm just going to change a few words. Okay. 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 Vince, how do Democrats feel about vaccine passports? They love it. Vince, Safe. how do conservatives feel about vaccine passports? They don't like it. They don't like it. Do, do you see <laughs> the problem? With hypocrisy? With hypocrisy? Uh-huh. Uh, how, how do conservatives feel about a global idea, ID? They don't like conservatives? it. Conservatives? Yeah, conservatives. They don't like no, no, no. it. How do, how do Democrats feel about a global ID? They like it. So the Democrats believe that it's going to be really easy for all those disenfranchise minorities to go out there and get a global ID or a vaccine passport. But it's really difficult for them to go out there and get a voter ID. Well, the future they support will require no voting, so. Right, but then the Republicans on the other hand, we need voter ID. You need to go have an ID if you wanna vote, but no, oh, no, 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 no. A global ID or a vaccine passport, a social credit score? No, 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 we don't need those things. No, they will acquiesce to those when the financing comes in and the time is right. Voter ID, I think, is nothing more than a big scam. I do. I, I really do. Voter you, ID is? You already have a voter ID. It's called your fucking driver's license. It already determines yes. whether you're, you have citizenship status or not. Literally, yes. all states have to do is put citizen ID. on the ID. Ta-da! Voter ID! Or, or what they do right. is they take your voter registration and they put a big V in the right-hand corner of your driver's license and says, register to vote. Done! And that means when you go to vote, you hand them your driver's license. They see a big V that says, hey, I got a state-issued voting credential. Ta-da! Done. V-card. <laughs> um, sorry. Yeah, I don't understand why it's overcomplicated. You make a good point. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yep. Justice has been served. You know, they say that the uh, the only two enemies of guns are rust and politicians. Now, tell <laughs> that to Alec Baldwin. 
<laughs> who was working on the movie Rust. <sighs> I hope he doesn't kill again. Alec Baldwin charged in an involuntary manslaughter in Rust shooting. He will face a jury. This is going to be interesting. That's going to be crazy. And good. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. And I hope that he goes to jail for it. Me too. Did you hear North Korea's nuke mines have caved in? The tunnel collapse at Kim Jong-un's main source of uranium um, is so severe that the collapse can be seen through satellite photos. Yeah. What do you think about that? Um, <laughs> I don't wild. think that it just collapsed. Yeah, don't you hate it when things spontaneously collapse? I know. Like, hey, we got 100 people down in there mining uh, uranium. Oh, that thing just happened to collapse. Dude. Rod of God. That's a rod, rod of God. God? Yeah, rod of Perhaps. God. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Putin vows to boost size of Russian army to 1.5 million personnel in preparation for escalating war with NATO. War with NATO. It's coming. Uh, Macron issues warning on Europe's future. According to the French president, the continent must decide whether it wants to be a free vassal of China or the United States. And, and he's really not wrong here. And I'll, I'll actually agree with him. Um, Europe has found itself in the throes of an unprecedented crisis over the Ukraine conflict. French president Emmanuel Macron said on Thursday, he added that the continent has a choice whether it wants to be free or become totally dependent on either the U.S. or China. It, he's not wrong. But here's the True. thing, is Europe predominantly has owned the U.S. and China clandestinely. So, I think they want to, them to say, we want to be controlled by the U.S. Mm -hmm. I don't know. General uh, Laura Richardson, who heads the, the Pentagon's Southern Can, uh, Southcom, Southcom AOR, claimed on Thursday that Washington is in talks with as many as nine Latin American country, countries aimed at supplying with them with American weapons if they donate their own stocks of Russian gear to Ukraine. This is just fucking absurd, man. This is just absolutely Ireland. absurd. I'm getting, I'm getting really tired of this. This is getting really, really scary. But you're going to arm is. South American countries who are third world countries who are massively politically and socially destabilized on the verge of civil war who are ran by nothing more than crime syndicates and cartels. Yeah, that's real smart. Dude, they want nuclear war. They don't want peace. Mm -hmm. So uh, who did I say was going to be the next ones to join BRICS? Do you remember this? Saudi Arabia? I don't know. Well, I said Saudi Arabia. Then also I said Iran. Iran signs yeah. up with Russia-led free trade zone, apparently, in the media. Eurasian Economic Union ensures a free movement of goods, services, and capital between its member states. Iran and the Russia-led Eurasian Economic Union on Thursday sealed a memorandum on free trade. The next step for Iran would be full joining membership in the BRICS alliance. It's happening, dude. I called it, yeah. And this is going to just kick the dollar down a little bit further. Once again. Yep. Okay. This is where I'm going to get a little conspiracy theorist. Ukraine helicopter helicopter crash kills Interior Minister and others. Yeah. So the helicopter carrying Ukraine's Interior Minister crashed into a kindergarten in a foggy residential suburb in Kiev on Wednesday, killing him and about a dozen other people, including a child on the ground, authorities said. The minister, Dens... 
Bonatrisky, who oversaw the country's police and emergency services, the most senior official killed since Russia invaded nearly 11 months ago. Um, no immediate word on whether the helicopter crash, which occurred in a foggy morning in the capital's eastern suburb, was an accident or war-related. Now, how fast was Ukraine to point the figure at Russia on every single incident that happened? They blamed everything on Russia. Immediately. Immediately when it was not yeah. Russia. This right. time, we're going to take our time and look at it and decide <laughs> and see what happens here. Right? Like the Godfather. I love it. I love it. It's, it's oh, the Godfather. Frozen. Am I frozen? Yeah, you're frozen. You're frozen in a laugh. Oh, for fuck's sake. But we're going to take our time and we're going we're gonna to go and investigate the crash and see what really happened here. Why would they do that? Something happened. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. I'm having Okay. Issues. For anybody out there who's never seen the show Blacklist, there's an episode where they bring in a Russian terrorist. Okay? And this is the Cabal, which is basically the, the head of U.S. clandestine services, um, the attorney general. The Cabal is a group of U.S. government officials. And Chinese government officials, and they work to basically organize global events. And what they want to do is they want to get Russia, or they want to get Russia and the United States into a world, a war, World War Three, that's supposed to come out around 2017. And they spark okay. this off by performing a false flag operation by killing the most prominent anti-Russian senator. Spoiler alert! Yeah, anti-Russian senator by having a Russian um, assassin come in, and they hired him, and he kills him. Okay. Spoiler this word. is what you just saw in Ukraine. I want to watch this. I want to watch this, Josh. Yeah. This is what you just saw in Ukraine. False flag. False Internal. flag operation killing the interior minister. We're going to take our time and go out there and investigate it. <laughs> They're going to find a bomb on the helicopter and say, this is Russian. We've investigated it. Look, look. Yeah. It's, it it's, it's from over there. Yeah. And what's going to happen from that? Is they're going to say, United Nations, look, Russia put a bomb in this helicopter, killed our interior minister, and crashed into a kindergarten. This gets the global support to go against Russia. I'm telling you, this is they've been trying to do this since the beginning. Even the attacks that they did on themselves, they blamed on Russia. So this is not them. This isn't the Nazi regime. I think this might be another faction of Ukraine or someone else altogether i don't mm -hmm. know but interesting theory what are the chances it just hits just falls directly onto a kindergarten too come on <sighs> exactly Sad. holy shit we got a lot of these here oh there's a cookie fight it must have been cookie yeah fight. i did my best and okay it, you know all right pondo picasso gifted a can <laughs> rubble seems to be down sorry about that pondo but thank you for the can net eight handy a can kicking it off with a can here on foxhole foxhole rocking it tonight pondo picasso gifted a cookie 20 minutes in and still no stream on rumble on my laptop or phone and goes it, it, it must be rumble it's not us we're we're up on rumble multiple different places i think it might be like the mobile version um but thank you pondo rpg 3573 two ice cream thank you so much rpg 
Vader369 gives us some shades. Thank you so much, Vader. JCMC0007, six lemons, one ice cream. Thank you so much, JCMC. Shannon1313, five lemons, LAD, one diamond. You are doing a great service for humanity. Thank you so much, LAD. Ponlo Picasso gifted a can. Shanjo gifted a cookie. Thank you so much, Ponlo and Shanjo. Shannon1313, one ice cream. Bayonet, two lemon. Ponlo Picasso gifted a cookie. Geo told me to donate. Thank you so much, Geo. Thank you so much, Ponlo. Bayonet and Shannon. JCMC, three more lemons there. Ponlo, a cookie. Geo told me to donate. Thank you so much, JCMC and Geo uh, and Ponlo. Slumdog gifted a cookie. What's up, peeps? Thank you so much, Slumdog. Slumdog. Bader369, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven cookies. Eight cookies. Thank you so much, Bader. Uh, eight, nine, ten cookies, Bader369. And Ponlo Picasso, another cookie. And Kitty 79 donated five lemons. Thank you guys oh, all. Whoops. And 50 stars sent on Facebook by Lori Underwood. Thank you so much, Lori, and everybody else who donated tonight. Um, I ran out of time. Shit, man, this this episode went fast. Oh. There, there's so much yeah. more to say. But, uh, guys, I got some good news for you. Lay it on us. The Daily Dose will be going to five days a week. And Conversations on the Fringe on Fridays will be going to a half an hour later. Because Daily Dose will will be an hour on Friday. So uh, we'll be bringing it Mm -hmm. back when we do this testing stream with American Media Periscope next week. Let's listen to this 38-second clip right here real quick. I think that uh, it's really a fulfillment of a dream that we had together with my leadership team when we started in 19. Uh, the first week we met in January of 19 in California and to set up the goals for the next five years. And one of them was by 2023, we will reduce the number of people in the world by 50%. You heard that. Let's hear them again. 2023, we will reduce the number of people in the world by 50%. Let's hear that again, Albert. One of them was by 2023, we will reduce the number of people in the world by 50%. That is the CEO of Pfizer. We will re- One of the goals when they met in private in California was they will reduce the population of the world by 50%. And um, they, they, oh, the video was edited. I don't know if it was edited or not, but it makes a lot of sense. Oh, sorry. That's uh, my fault. Audio Inferno, if it was edited, then shame on Vince for throwing that my way. Oh, oh, you heard the original you version? You guys are so diligent. Yeah. He Thank said he heard the original know. version. Okay, so we were wrong on that. So you know what we'll do? Is we'll leave you with John Kerry then. That uh. we... <laughs> and when you stop and think about it, it's pretty extraordinary that we select group of human beings... He's talking about the elites there. Because of whatever touched us at some point in our lives. Probably his father are able to sit in a room and come together and um, actually talk about saving the planet. I mean, it's so almost extraterrestrial. Why did he say extraterrestrial there? Is he talking that aliens are the ones that touched him? (laughs) I can tell you, though, the Committee of 300, that guy's got a seat. That guy has a seat. Hmm. John Kerry. The real. weird. That's okay. right, the Vril. And uh, don't forget about tonight, guys. Frequency Intentions in Water. Josh Reed with the Red Pill Project. They don't get deals that... Uh, we'll be on the Alpha Warrior show. That is in um, 
two hours from now or one hour from now, one hour from now. So don't forget about that. I got to go get prepped for that. So I got to let you go here tonight. But much love, respect. God bless you guys. Hope you guys have a fantastic, fantastic um, night. And don't forget there is also a live Zoom on socialredpill.com. And don't forget uh, the check out all our sponsors, getgoldtoday.com. Uh, use that promo code RPP at MyPillow. Redpills.tv slash Patriot for My Patriot Supply. Much love, respect. God bless. Take care. Have a good night. We'll talk to you guys soon. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me iPatch McCain. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.